Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table. This is a show that is dedicated to the people of our region who produce, preserve, and prepare our regional foods and agricultural products. And with our theme song, it is East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. Little honey bees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown, bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard, bring it to Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at them loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Here today on the Tennessee Farm Table, we are setting the table with Cruz Farm Dairy Products. Our first guest is Earl Cruz, and he and his wife Sherry have been dairy farming for over 40 years in the Asbury area east of Knoxville in Knotts County, Tennessee. We're also going to hear from one of his daughters, Colleen Cruz Body, and she's the face of the Cruz Farm Dairy and uh, really has taken their excess milk that they used to have and really grown that brand out. She is an incredibly talented and smart and impressive young business person, and uh, the Cruz Dairy Farm is one of our shining stars of producers here in East Tennessee, so I uh, want to feature them today. We also get to visit with Matt Gallagher. He is a chef and owner of the Knox Mason Restaurant on Gay Street in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. And he's going to go on and on about how much he loves Cruise Farm Buttermilk. We also get to hear from our friend Fred Saussman. He has a delicious sounding recipe for a uh, pork roast done up in the slow cooker. I just want to thank you so much for tuning in on the radio dial or on your computer or wherever you might get your podcast. I really, really appreciate your good company. So let's get started. I recorded this episode in the hayfield with Earl Cruz. Um, Colleen and I went out there and she brought him a slice of watermelon and um, I've asked him some questions about the history of his dairy farm and uh, his concepts about farming and he shares with us some really funny stuff about Dayton and perfume and the ice chalet and uh, so we just had us a good visit and how about if we join him right here. Hello. See, uh, uh, the Maynard boys, uh, Frank Maynard's daddy and my granddaddy married sisters. See. Okay. But but they actually was better. They was better off in the dairy business than we were. Hmm. You know, for they just they just had a little more. My my granddaddy sharecropped for many years. Hmm. Until he's about 60 years old, my, my daddy's daddy. Now, my mother's daddy had a little, quite a bit of property in Asbury. He's in the marble business. 
Oh, okay. So he made a little money. Yeah, I bet. Lost it during the Depression. After he he, he was dead, mm. he uh, owned a lot of stock in the Houston National Bank, and, and it folded. Mm. <laughs> Man. The bank in Knoxville was the only one that didn't go broke. Mm. I remember the Holston National Bank hearing about that. My granddad worked for them. The building's still there. Yeah. It's got the Holston. It, it went to the Hamilton National. Yeah. Then it went to UAB. Jack Busher shut it down again. <laughs> he did a good job shutting it yeah. down, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, man. Hello. Yeah. He was See, trouble. my daddy was born in 1909, so my daddy was older than your daddy. Oh, yes. And uh, I felt like I knew everything that happened from 1909 on, you know. <laughs> when I was a boy, there wasn't any money. He said, when I was so old, I rode a mule down to Paul Blake's to get a haircut. And the haircut was 15 cents. And he said, I held the 15 cents in my hand. That was all I had all the way down there because I didn't want to get out of the chair and not have money to pay for my haircut. Aww. You need to look at his picture over there in the house. I'd love to. It's hanging on the wall when you first go in. He and his brother. Yeah. Buddy. They, they... <laughs> They was sharecropping at the time that picture was made. Mm. And they had no shoes. I don't know, they might have a shirt on. They had their pants rolled up. They both barefooted. <laughs> mm. Just the minimum amount, you know. Mm. The first time I saw that picture, I was in grade school, about seventh or eighth grade. And uh, we wound up, we, we got it now. But, uh, I mean, they had enough to eat, and that, that was the main thing. Uh, you know, he never did talk about being hungry. Yeah. Yeah. But now they didn't have any to throw away. Boy. What was his first and last name then again? Mm -hmm. What was his first and last name then again? Your dad. My dad. It was Glenn Cruz. Glenn Cruz. Yeah. That's why your boy's named Glenn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. My Sherry named uh, Glenn after him. Uh -huh. Wow. That's a good way to say it. Didn't have none to throw away. That's a good way to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's different day and age, isn't it? Now. They left that farm. See, um, on Kennedy Road, they was a share crop there from 1919 to 1930. And he said they moved to Asbury, share crop on my grandmother Burkhart's place. That's how my daddy and mother met. My daddy was a sharecropper. She was the landlord. <laughs> That's why I was asking you if that five acres had anything to do with your marriage. Now, you and Sherry, did y'all meet at the ice chalet? Mm -hmm. Of all places, you would not expect Earl Cruz to be as yeah. ice chalet. How the, what in the world? Well, it's just somewhere to go that everybody behaved themselves pretty good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you go dancing, you'll all get whipped for us over with, you know. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, ma'am. I, I, I love putting up hay, really, because I think about when I was a small child, and uh, of course there was three of us small. I had just four of us, but I guess one of them probably wasn't born at that time. Well, much more, anyway. 
My mother and daddy take the mules and wagon to the field, and they'd set you off at the edge of the field, set the children off at the edge of the field. They'd go load up a load of hay, and they'd come back by and throw you up on the hay and take you go to the barn and unload the hay. And then they, and I, I remember going down Asbury School Road. It was a gravel road. That wagon just shake your teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that plank down, I don't know what they call it, gang plank or what, it runs down low. See, uh, hay, a loose hay bed is made, the plank's up here, then it kind of goes down, I guess, to help hold the load on, see? Yeah. You go down that crack and the load wouldn't shift. And that, there's a plank down there, and that plank just, <laughs> it just be jumped down. Oh, man, I hated going out that gravel road, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Ella. How many acres do y'all put up of hay? I don't know. I'm over a couple hundred acres this year, maybe. Mm. Uh, you know, it's not fertilized. Mm -hmm. So you have to, if you don't fertilize, you have to. Yeah. Everybody wants it organic. People sitting around demanding stuff. Uh huh. They need to get out here and know what they're demanding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with good food. I believe in it, too. And we have gone too far the other way. But uh, if you do stuff like we did growing up, it took a lot. It took a big family, you know. Yeah. We chopped out corn and everything. Didn't plowed it with mules and stuff. That's so hard. Well, it's work anyway. It is hard work. Now this hay right here is the ryegrass hay. Marshall ryegrass. It looks pretty. Yeah, I like it. I love smell hay. I do too. I love it. I like it. women's perfume and, and hay. <laughs> Some of them girls I used to date, they, they wore this uh, perfume called Charlie. Yes. I'd fall in love with every one of them at Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to be too pretty if they had the right perfume on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, you are giving away all your secrets, Earl. Uh, I've had a great life. <laughs> I'm going to try to make the best of what's left, too. Absolutely. Yeah. If you've just joined us, you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. And we've been listening to an interview with Earl Cruz, dairy farmer. Coming up, we've got Colleen Cruz's body on dairy farming and ice cream. And now let's hear from Colleen Cruz's body. She is one of the daughters of Earl and Sherry Cruz. She's really taken the Cruz Dairy Farm quality brand and really grown it out. And we are so fortunate here in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee, to have a Cruise Dairy Farm storefront ice cream parlor. That's right downtown on Gay Street. So let's hear from Colleen right now. We're talking about buttermilk. And how about buttermilk today? Oh gosh, buttermilk's <laughs> good every day. It is, it really is. Uh -huh. And um, the thing is, is, um, your daddy, we just finished talking to him, yeah. and y'all been churning buttermilk for who, how long now? How many years? 20? 20, oh, about 20 years. My goodness. We're actually churning right now. That's that noise. I love mm -hmm. it. It's good to have some ambient sound behind <laughs> us. It, it's the real deal. Yeah. And um, so, um, 
buttermilk. So what makes yours so good? Like, mm-hmm. well, I think one, my dad really mm-hmm. loves buttermilk. He loves to drink it. So when he started making it, he started drinking a lot of buttermilk to try to make it better and better. And a difference between our buttermilk and a lot of buttermilks you buy at the store is um, we churn ours. So it's got little butter flakes in it. And that's mm. old fashioned. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yummy. Yeah. And it's, um, and buttermilk is so good for you. So, yeah. and I don't know if a lot of people know that, but it's so good for your stomach. My mom calls it grandma's probiotic. Ah. Uh-huh. So before yogurt, everyone was drinking buttermilk, you know, for their, for their gastro. Yes. <laughs> I didn't really realize that. Yeah, really. The term buttermilk sounds fattening, but it's, mm-hmm. it's not. But it's actually it? not fattening. It's like 1% to 2% fat because what buttermilk is is the milk that's left over after you take the butter out of it. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, so the little butter that's in it is just like that's the only fat that's in the our buttermilk. Ah, mm-hmm. that's nice. And the thickness is from bacteria, uh-huh. just like with yogurt, which, you know, you can get non-fat yogurt and it's really thick. That's uh-huh. because the bacteria thickens it. So, I did not realize mm-hmm. that. So really what buttermilk is, is a, a drinkable yogurt. It's also great for your skin. Hey, You can I rub it all over your face. Seriously. Mm-hmm. It exfoliates your skin and it leaves you shining and oh, glowing. And yeah, nice. it really makes a difference. Mm-hmm. That's really good to know. Yeah. <laughs> well, how much buttermilk do y'all produce? About a week or, I mean. Right now, about 300 gallons a week. Wow. And um, that's all we can produce because mm-hmm. we, we only have so much milk. So. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, so where can people get it? Mm-hmm. Around know? town. Okay. Um, at Three Rivers Market mm-hmm. in downtown Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And lots of little mom and pop stores. We post them up on their website where you can get them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now what's that website if people want to? www.cruisefarmgirl.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Good. You've had the marketing sense to really um, take a great product and really market it. And I'm just really, really impressed with you as a businesswoman. Thanks. Well, yeah. I really think, you know, I couldn't have done anything without my parents doing the hard work they've done for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And really what I did was try to market what they've been doing. Because mm-hmm. when you work that hard, you're farmers, you really... You know, farmers are tired. They work all the time. They don't have time to market themselves. So it really does take someone like, you know, a child who comes along and sees their parents working hard and says, I want to, you know, market my parents, what they're doing. Yes. Because there's a lot of farmers in East Tennessee that are working really hard and, and no one knows about it, but maybe through your show, yes. you're going to help market them. And that's an excellent thing. That's right. And well, I always thought I would get to travel the world. Yes. But instead, I decided I want to come back to the farm. And so instead of traveling, I try to bring people here yeah. who can kind of, kind of like bring the world to our farm. So mm-hmm. we've had Japanese interns. My husband's Indian. You know, we've had all sorts of different people come and influence us and teach us about what's going on in the rest of the world. <laughs> is today bottling day? Is that right? No, t- today is churn and buttermilk day. Okay. Market day. Tomorrow is a full day of bottling. Oh, mm-hmm. mercy. Well, do you spend quite a bit of time delivering or what? Right now, uh-huh. I'm not delivering as much, but I am um, pasteurizing milk and I'm churning lots of ice cream because it is ice cream season. We just churn strawberry cheesecake. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That sounds so wonderful. <laughs> well, can we talk about ice cream? Yes. Okay, because yes, yes, yes. 
you tell us all the different products y'all mm-hmm. make. Yeah, How about so mostly, that? like with our milk, we, we sell whole milk. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's pasteurized and not homogenized, so the cream rises to the top. Mm. We also have light milk, which is about 1% to 2%. It's the same. The cream rises to the top. We have our buttermilk. We have chocolate milk. And then with our cream, from our uh, light milk, we make ice cream. We like to make a lot of different flavors. We like to get, you know, suggestions from mm-hmm. people. But we've, we've had a lot of good feedback for unique flavors. I feel like our, our customers really like fun flavors like lavender honey mm. and salty caramel pecan. Oh, yummy, yummy, <laughs> yummy. At your wedding, you had some really interesting flavors too. Like saffron cardamom? Yes. Try that? Okay. That was fantastic. Yeah. And um, that's just refreshing. And I know there's always a line at y'all's booth at the market. We've been really fortunate to have a great response at market, and we stay really busy, and we really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Well, it helps, too, that you're um, friendly, and all the people that are working are so friendly, and your little outfits are adorable. Oh. They are <laughs> so cute. So, you know. It's, it's all for fun. We just, you know, if you're going to work hard, you might as well look cute doing it, right? This is Alan Benton, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes in part from Magpie's Bakery in downtown North Knoxville, just one block off North Central Street. Through the month of July, they've stocked the case with your favorites for picnics and summer celebrations. Key lime pie, cherry pie, apple pie, and the flavor of the month, banana pudding. For your special event, Magpie's can accommodate most budgets and styles with ready-made designs or custom orders. And Magpies has an ongoing selection of products available at Three Rivers Market in Knoxville. Since 1992, all butter, all the time. Magpiescakes.com Let's hear from Matt Gallagher, the owner and chef down there at Knox Mason Restaurant, talking about his feelings about Cruz Farm Buttermilk. Yeah. Buttermilk, I mean, I I, uh, I don't drink buttermilk regularly, but every once in a while I get a glass of buttermilk. I love it. It's mm-hmm. delicious. I think more people should try it, especially Cruise Farm buttermilk. I mean, it's yeah. not only, it, you know, we would use it whether, you know, just by virtue of the fact that it's local, but it mm-hmm. happens to be local and the best buttermilk I've ever had. So it is. it's, uh, you know, we're very fortunate for that. But, um, yeah, I think more people should just go get a glass of buttermilk, Cruise Farm buttermilk, and drink it and just see what you think because I, I think it's great. It is. And Earl Cruz will, will attest to the health benefits. You know, there's some, there's some probiotics and things like that, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, a lot of people are getting from yogurt and supplements and other, uh, other foods, but, you know, might as well just go for that local thing. Absolutely. I like how Sherry says it's nature's probiotic, Sherry Cruz. Uh-huh. It, and, um, and to quote Colleen Cruz, buttermilk makes everything better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you've, you've met the, the Cruz girls. They're beautiful. I think they that are. <laughs> There's something working for them. It must be buttermilk. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I think, I think Earl says for sure that's what it is. <laughs> Keeps them young, too. So. <laughs> And now, let's hear from our friend, Fred Sossman. 
He's a food historian and teacher of Appalachian Foodways at East Tennessee State University in Johnson City. We like to call the segment of this show, Seasons Eatings. The Three Rivers Market on Central Avenue in Knoxville, Tennessee is one of my favorite places. There, I find Cruz Dairy Milk and Buttermilk, Alan Benton's Bacon, Sunburst Trout from North Carolina, Muddy Pond Sorghum from Tennessee's Cumberland Plateau, Nova Locks from Shuckman's in Louisville, Kentucky, Cheeses from Sweetwater Valley Farms in Southeast Tennessee, and pork from West Wind Farms in Deer Lodge, Tennessee. Recently, I purchased a West Wind Farms pork roast, nicely trimmed and the perfect size for a slow cooker. Here's the procedure. Coarsely chop an onion and place the pieces in the bottom of the slow cooker. Place the pork roast on top of the onions, then mix together one cup of hot water, one fourth cup of sugar, three tablespoons of red wine vinegar, two tablespoons of soy sauce, one tablespoon of ketchup, a quarter teaspoon of freshly ground black pepper, a half teaspoon of salt, and a dash of garlic powder. Pour that over the pork. Cook it on high for about 30 minutes, then turn the slow cooker down to low and cook for about six hours, finishing for the last 15 minutes or so with the cooker on high. Remove the meat and let it sit for 10 minutes. Then slice the meat and serve it with a bit of the cooking liquid. For the Tennessee Farm Table, celebrating the pig, I'm Fred Saussman. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table is brought to you in part by listeners just like you. Contributions from listeners like you keep the music going on WDVX. Thanks to the ongoing monthly support of our sustaining members, we're able to spend less time on fundraising and more time on programs just like the Tennessee Farm Table. If you're already a sustainer, thank you. If you're not yet, you can join this growing pool of contributors when you make a gift for as little as $5 a month at WDVX.com. You can do this by going to WDVX.com, click the Donate tab on the right-hand corner, then choose Become a Sustainer. Thank you for listening to and supporting WDVX. We want to say thank you so much for your great company here today at the Tennessee Farm Table. We hope that you can join us again right back here next week at 9 or online at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself, Amy Campbell, and beautifully performed by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. More information about Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. That's spelled T-H-E-E-M-I Sunshine.com. We want to say thank you to WDVX for bringing to you pure community broadcasting just like this show. They are our media partner, and we couldn't do this without them. More information at WDVX.com. We'd love to invite you to connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at TennesseeFarmTable.com and check out our podcast on your smartphone, tablet, or computer, or on iTunes. Or just search for Tennessee Farm Table. A big list of all of our shows will appear. We hope you have a good week. And keep on digging.
This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.